What's going on, guys? Welcome in. We made it to the all epic, wonderful episode 69, baby, that we've uh, all been excited about. It's a very special episode on so many levels. Uh, but one of those levels is that we are joined today by the community manager of Caliber the Game, uh, Nick Scumbag Juju. What's up, man? What's up, guys? Glad to be here. And I didn't even realize it's episode 69. Like, this I'm is so fitting. glad you made it for it. this one. I'm glad it's a big it. deal. I'm, I'm, I'm it. proud. This is an achievement. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Um, also joining me to my right, your left, content creator, tactical, tactical video game expert, extraordinaire, incredibly hydrated, moisturized, ready to rock. Blue the robot. What's up, man? What's up, man? Glad we got to play some Call of Duty last night. What'd you think of my lobbies? Dude. Just <laughs> it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, just that bad. I guess no. I'm just that bad. No, definitely not bot lobbies. We were the bots <laughs> for these guys. Yeah, I have uh so when that game came out, we kind of grinded S and D quite a bit, and I got my uh I got my win loss ratio in search almost up to three. I was at like two point nine eight. Okay. And so like we were like winning, 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 winning. And then uh they changed something with like the last season. They're like, you know what? You're gonna play against actual professionals and cheaters. So oh. enjoy yourself. Yeah. And uh it's been pretty rough. And I can I can like prove lock it. Off the heads and look through walls and yeah. I was just like, oh, this is the other side of because like as a <laughs> I'm super low level, so I was like, oh, this is great. I'm having a good time owning people, and then I get to playing with all the 450, 490 level guys, whatever the heck it goes up to. Yeah, it's uh, it's rough. fun, and I can prove it too because I have uh, one of those NetDuma routers where you can see the, where the servers are, and then you can kind of geofence around the closest one to get the best ping. And it always puts us on the coast. Like, it'll put us in, uh, like, Massachusetts or California. But there's a server. I live in Kansas. There's a server just, like, fairly close. It's only, like, 30 ping for me. And I can geofence around it, and it'll finally force it to go there. And then we get, like, really good connections and stuff. But it absolutely favors skill over connection. Like, because nice. it will be... Yeah. We'll be if I don't do that, we'll be like 70, 80 ping playing against like cheaters and five stacks and pros and like it's pretty That's wild. I'm in Kansas City. I'm still waiting for a server like in my basement. I would love that for caliber. Is yeah, the servers so I yeah, we'll definitely because we, we don't have we don't have Nick for a whole long time. We definitely need to get right into caliber. Um I thought that was one of the high points. So I played I played a few hours of the game and I thought the servers ran really well. They got are the North America servers are those a recent addition with the with the Steam action? Yeah, so I mean, it was about two years ago we had uh, North American servers, and the way we had it set up was you could choose between North America, EU, or or Russian servers and like Asia Oceania. Um, the problem was there just wasn't a player base on NA, so you'd search for a game and you'd sit there for like twenty minutes, right? And it just wasn't working out. Um, everybody ended up just kind of playing on the RU servers anyway. So when we reintroduced it, um, and, and this may change, uh, we haven't decided yet, but right now it basically geolocates everybody in the room. You know, it sucks those four players in on each team, and it says, okay, we've got, you know, two Europeans and six Americans, and it and it basically gives favor to the NA server at that point. So the higher the population on a server and, you know, tries to work for everybody at this point. That way you're not just stuck in a server looking for something. Yeah, you can at least yeah. play. But I don't think that's been a problem lately with Steam, right? It seems there's always get NA servers now. Yeah, I have. I, I think it's very rare that I've been on a. I think I've been on a South American server a handful of times, which isn't terrible for me being in the in the Midwest. Um, 
you know, shooting right around 100 ping. Um, but I also I also grew up through Caliber playing on the Russian servers with like 160 ping. <laughs> so like anything uh-huh. anything more than that is like awesome to me. But no, it's been really good. Um, I, it's probably been one of those like late nights, three four a.m. in the morning, North America. And there's just not a, a huge pop there at that point, but very rare. Yeah, that's the issue I, I keep running into is I don't have a lot of time during the day to play. So when I get on at night, it's kind of just it's hard to get into those good servers. And then I don't know. Do you know much about the server infrastructure? Because my my net doom also told me when I hooked to it that it was sixty hertz ping. Is that is is it like officially that or? Honestly, I have no do? idea on that. I would have to ask uh, one of my tech guys who are because currently on vacation today for Victory Day. <laughs> gotcha. No, I was I was surprised to see that. So I I can't tell you if that's officially. I don't know how accurate it is, but like when you hook to a server on the, the NetDoom, it'll tell you if it's peer to peer dedicated. It'll kind of show you where it's at, and then it'll also give you like the the server tick rate send and receive. And it was it was telling me that the caliber servers were sixty hertz, which I so I don't I can't say officially. We got to be good journalists around here, but it felt good and and it's it's potentially sixty hertz. I- I do know playing, you know, like I said, the last couple of years, I've, I've played solely pretty much on RU servers. And any other game I, I'd play 160 ping on, I would have smashed my keyboard and probably never came back. Like the game is playable and, and still feels good. You'll get a few jitters here and there when you're in that like really high ping, but it's absolutely playable. Um, it's the most playable game on, on that kind of ping that I've ever seen, to be honest. So it could be. The, the net code felt really solid. That was one of my favorite things. And I guess before we get like too crazy far, we should probably take a step back for people that haven't heard about the game. Like what, what would be your kind of elevator pitch for, for what the game is in a few sentences? Yeah. I mean, if you grew up playing games like, uh, you know, SOCOM U S Navy SEALs or, or the old ghost recons, um, if you played medal of honor Warfighter, um, it's kind of a mishmash of that and like a rainbow six siege style, but in the third person. So if, if you're looking for a, a game that's, you know, fills that third person niche for you that, you know, Call of Duty didn't didn't do the right <laughs> yeah. way. And in my opinion, you know, this is the game because I mean, what what's come out in the last decade that you can think of that was done really well in third person? Yeah, not not really any. And I, I got to be honest with you. This is an FPS podcast, like technically, I guess. And I'm I'm kind of a like a third a third person denier. But I, I had fun. And I, I played it because I actually fell in love with the vibe of it, the cosmetics and stuff. Like, if you're also someone that's into kind of like the immersions of a tactical game, granted, there are some, uh, there's a lot of HUD elements. It's not hardcore by any means. It's still, I would still consider mm-hmm. like arcade gameplay style. But like the setting, the feel of it, the the operator skins, the maps are yeah. all super, super believable and all milsim and just tactical and they look they look fucking awesome. So I was like, I was getting kind of tired of all the cartoony anime stuff all over the place. I'm like, you know what? I like so much about this game. Especially Some of the emotes are kind of funny, but that's about yeah, it, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah but, I mean that's that we tried to keep it that way though. You know, like we're everybody that works on the team is is kind of like a I mean, especially like myself, um, I am a gear whore and like firearms whore, right? Like I'm in the United States. I love the real stuff. I don't want to go see all the crazy colors and, and anime skins. It's just, you know, it's not for me. It's not for my coworkers. Um, and I think there's a misconception with tactical shooter that 
when people hear that, they they instantly think of something like a a squad, right? Like a super hardcore, right? Like like, a, like yeah. to be. I mean, for me, it doesn't have to be that way. I mean, you can still have that arcade kind of style gameplay, but where Caliber shines in the tactical department is, I really think it's it's hard to win the game by yourself. You have to use teamwork and flanks and use your abilities, you know, the to your advantage. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. And that's what kind of surprised me when I played it. So I was saying like I was kind of a third person hater. Oh, you're just going to peek around corners and everybody's going to sit there. But you actually change your mindset a little bit and there still are a lot of tactics to it. And I've been kind of I've been kind of vocal on Twitter. I'm a little bit tired of the tactical word because I feel like you can bring tactics out of almost any game. I mean, there's there's tactics to Fortnite and a lot of people use like tactical to to describe like the look and the feel of it, like the gear and stuff that the operators right. use. So I'm I'm kind of weirded out on the tactical word. I don't know where it actually fits in. But this game has different tactics to it 100 percent when you wrap your head around third person and someone that kind of came in to gaming later like i never really played very many third person shooters at all i'm used to the traditional ads i haven't played very much csgo or valorant either i'm used to i really like rainbow six so i'm i'm the traditional you know look down the sites and stuff first person mm -hmm. but once i got to play it i think the maps are also you can tell me if i'm wrong here but the maps seem definitely to keep third person in mind when they're being designed is that true it's always been kind of a third person too. game yeah for sure i mean you got to take in mind that there is um you know the, the third person and kind of the spotting system and for those that have ever played like a world of tanks or something like that it, it'll look familiar in that sense that you you can spot like the you know people say like oh i don't like that the team can see them but it kind of really helps you build up that team play um and if you know somebody's camp in a corner use tactics because there's ways to get around them there's different different ways to get around the map you can use abilities um i mean shit there's flashbangs there's grenades um i've even the straight run at, stuff well yeah. i've even straight run at people and then when i know they're getting ready to peek i'll just pre-fire the damn corner and they step it i mean there's different ways to get to get around that um but i also grew up playing everything from uh you know the, the halo the cs first person call of duty um I don't know if you ever played Rainbow Six Vegas uh, back in the day. That was kind of yeah, a weird one because it was Vegas first too. person. Yeah. But when you'd hold like your, uh, was it the left trigger, I think? You could like get up on the wall and then we'd go to third person. I don't know if you guys remember that, like the third person. Yeah, dating. when you like up on the cover and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I, was, I grew up definitely playing those those early SoCon games and stuff like that as well too. So like I could definitely see the similarities between them. Um, but that, that's just, what I, I'm just going to. Oh. <laughs> go ahead i'm just excited to no, talk just, about like my experience with the game but i i got it yeah well i'm just Steel curious like, what what does uh what is a life in the day of like a, a community manager for caliber look like oh man so i think community management as a whole is such a such an odd job because it entails so many different things um you know i i have definitely like my daily tasks where i'll check in on you know emails and and kind of like work chat messages and um, but it dep really depends what we're doing. Do we have like Twitch drops going on, which uh, keeps me just absolutely running Busy. like 20 hours a day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, I, I try to just, uh, and I think this is more my style of community management. I try to be available to the community. I know there's some games where the community manager kind of just seems like a robot. Um, and I don't like to be that way. I like it's to like be able automatic to replies. And yeah, messages. like I like yeah. to be able to answer DMs, and I like to be able to do things like, like come on podcasts like this, and just and just hang out, and you know, even jump into games in the Discord and just play some games with the community. Um, you know, show there's a real person behind that. But um, yeah, I mean, everything from answering questions to if it's like marketing emails to hey, like I want to get my stream up on Twitch drops or. Um, 
I mean, yeah, basically kind of the take, I take feedback, um, a ton of feedback, good or bad is, is if you give feedback, as long as you don't say this is game is shit. Like if you give me a read, like, Hey, this, this sucks. Yeah. And I think it sucks because of this. Like I will accept and that. Here's feedback, how, I, right? how I would Ex- fix it. Kind right. Of like, exactly. Yeah. Like put some thought into it. If you say this is shit that I'm just going to be like, okay, you know, fuck this guy. But, uh, game's bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, I'm like, but no, so it's, it's things like that. And kind of just being a liaison between like the community and the, and the dev team. Cause they're, you know, they're busy in the matrix coding and, you know, planning all kinds of stuff out on their end. So I, trying to leave the long and the short of it is I sit on Twitter um, and I play caliber all day. That's like the short, simple version. Sounds great job. <laughs> Where do I sign up? Um, no, that's, that's really, that's, I've always wondered uh, like about the life of a community manager. Cause like you always get those assholes, right? Like this game's dog shit. And it's just like, okay, use your words, buddy. Like what, what about it? Don't you like actually and literally just, you get a ton uh, of those, uh, on, like the uh, steam. You know, like you'll see in the steam reviews, and it's like, ah, you'll get people that played for like 0.2 hours and like this game fucking sucks. And I'm like, okay, yeah, like sure. Like I mean, it's one of those you just gotta have thick skin and you just write it off. And you know, but I get guys that yeah. write out these detailed posts that are like three pages long, and I'm reading the book. I'm like, oh god. But like, you know, if you're gonna give feedback, like I'm not expecting that, but at least tell me what you don't like, or if you do like something, let us know. Also, like the the devs like to be to be praised as well so um Correct. yeah social media posts i mean to run all the social medias um so and if I, if you guys ever do dm me and i don't get back to you please i have like adhd and i also have like 80 bajillion directions that i go each day um so if i i might look at your message and kind of mentally reply and then something else oh i do takes me away so it's like please don't don't take offense if i don't get back to your dm like in a day or so just bump it in my discord please so <laughs> So along those lines, that made me think of a question. So you said people give chalk reviews and like play 0.2 hours. I feel like there's a lot of content for a lot of people. Um, I focused on the the 4v4 round-based mode. Annihilation, I think, is the round mode that that I really so like. So the, the round-based mode would be Showdown. Showdown, Showdown. That's my like mode. Team Deathmatch, yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of content. In this. How long do you think you'd have to play to experience everything? Like what kind of modes are there in this game? Because I really only played Showdown. I love it. Like what other? Oh man! Are there? Um, I mean, you looking to like unlock all the characters and stuff like that, or like um, that's my. Um, I mean, because it's worth. It's 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 a lot to unlock all the characters, but I mean, as far as game modes, you know, in particular, I prefer Showdown more than anything. Um, I also like hacking, which is in ranked right now. We're we're looking at maybe bringing that back to public battles, and for those who don't know what hacking is, it's kind of like a search and destroy. Um, what? I'm just not a PvE guy. Yeah, it's basically ah. search and destroy. There's two, there's two bomb points an attacking, defending team, and you know you got to plan on one or the other, and then defend it until basically uh-huh. the, the the server's hacked or the bomb explodes, right? Um, so I mean, there's there's something for everybody. I I enjoy playing <coughs> PvP myself, but I also don't mind the PvE modes. And we're having like the event we've got going on right now. Um, it's kind of fun if you're playing with some homies you, you can run a couple rounds in the world war ii thing um so mm-hmm. I, I don't know there's something for everybody if you want to experience it just go and play it man like it's all there yeah and it's not that expensive because it's free um it's it's free to play and we're also we also do a, a shit ton of events man like if i'm I being do, honest i didn't have a question because i've definitely i know you've gotten this complaint before and stuff like that does it seem pay to win because it's free so, especially with the, think, the amount of operators and how long it takes to like would 
leveled them up. I've definitely gotten that before. And people have written written off the game because they heard someone else say, you know. So the, the oh, pay to win thing came in probably two or three years ago. We had this thing called materials that you had to like gather um, to also upgrade your operator. Now, those materials mm-hmm. could be bought in the store. Um, we took hard feedback from, I mean, basically the community. Big Fry was one of our biggest, like, you know, really vocal against caliber and some of the monetization. Um, in the last year, we've completely reworked the economy, the monetization, all the materials are gone now. Um, free XP can be can be used, but it, it can't be, uh, how do I put this? Like, you have to play an operator to to progress them at the same time. Like, you can't just buy an operator and take them from zero to hero, like, if that makes sense. Um, so all the the operators now are available in game for credits. Um, the only thing about that is the, the, the latest battle pass operators are, are locked basically uh, until you buy the battle. If you buy the battle pass after the battle pass ends, when we bring out a new battle pass, those, those old operators will come out for credits. So basically it's whatever's in the newest battle pass is, is locked within the battle pass. Um, for a few so you months. might miss out on some things, but you don't have to buy the battle pass regardless. Correct. You don't have to. It's one of those. It's like, so if you're fine with waiting like two or three months until another battle pass drops or something like that, then you can just forgo it. And then those characters will be good for credits. But I mean, there's. And when what, you say credits, you're talking about in game. That's in game. Yeah. Credits are in game currency. Earn- yeah. That you earn by, by mm-hmm. playing in events and yeah. things like that. So, I mean, there's, there's 60 like four operators right now i think that you can get for credits in the game so there is a ton a ton to play with the there. grind is real is what you're saying the, the grind is real but all right so here's one thing though it's like don't, per, per operator you like gotta it's like pokemon, level up the though. skills too but don't feel like it's like pokemon like you don't need every single one and each one doesn't necessarily apply you don't have to, to go and collect them yeah correct correct like i only realistically play with probably like 10 total like, that i just really enjoy unless i'm just kind of you know, I've had a few two whiskeys one night, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm gonna go play this guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, I find myself more of like a support player, and I'm not gonna go and grab a bunch of like, you know, sniper guys because I'm just that's just not my kind of gameplay. So I don't really even need to like look at those. So I mean, the players, other cool thing so is, by, you, you know, can and go that's into just some, training you know. mode, and you can try every operator in training mode for free, even the ones you don't own. So I, I recommend going into the training mode and playing around and and try to find like maybe two or so in like every class that kind of fits your play style and run with those for a bit once you once you get those down and they're they're good to go then start looking you start looking more into the skills um because caliber is what really for sure would throw people off for sure and it's funny because caliber looks so simple on the surface like it looks like your typical like pew pew game but when you start looking into the skills and the the different stats and things and like the um you know the different roles in a squad like it gets it can get kind of deep that's kind of how I would tell people to approach it probably from like a monetary standpoint is it's free unlock a few operators go to the training mode find some you like you know unlock two or three operators that's that's reasonable within each class you find you like to play you get those leveled up it's like by that time you've played the game enough you've enjoyed it like I feel like personally really want to put some money down I'm to down it, to man. give give the devs give the give the game some money at that point uh, for, yeah, for that much support, enjoyment like free to play you're always supporting the devs when you pay for cosmetics and that type of monetization that that, yeah. that you're going out of your way to support the team yeah so. for sure i mean we took it we took a, a like i said a lot of feedback to to make sure that it, you know the monetization you don't have to buy anything 
Um, we know there's a lot of games out there that just cram stuff down your throat constantly. Uh-uh. And we, we didn't we're we're not that. getting like, paid to say that this, by the way, guys. All right, people are going to go ahead, but he's paying them. not he's an ad. Totally. <laughs> Look, even if I'm not on the Caliber team, like a year from now, I will still play Caliber because I truly, genuinely enjoy the gameplay and like the cosmetics and like I just like the game. I think it's a really good game. Yeah, it's fun, man. I I got into it with the with that round based mode. It's essentially like I would say I like gunfight. I was a search and destroy type. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that about that hacking mode. Like I wasn't aware of that. But I definitely and I would like be... to see it not be ranked for a bit because I was like, let me let me just test it out first. <laughs> right, dude. I you love know, ball modes. I, man. I, yeah, I'm sh- I can tell. That's my thing. <laughs> That's my um, thing. But the the. The showdown mode is is pretty darn close to that with the with the round base no <laughs> yeah. respawn and it, it's fun and that's where I started to learn like I really made me think about third person and where it's like you know everybody you just have to realize that they're using third person you are too and you have to play off that and I would like kind of freeze up and you know be peeking somebody and they knew we knew each other were there but then you can like slowly back off so they can't see you move around and flank and absolutely surprise the shit out of them because they're just still yeah, staring exactly. at you and expecting to be there. Like, noticed, you can make plays. Even with the two different camera angles, I feel like they're just at the right position where corner peeking is. You can use it, but it's not like an end-all be-all strat. Right, 100%. I think I've noticed that for both like the you know Ghost Recon type of camera angle versus the middle of the screen i like being able to yeah, I mean, you can shoulders. definitely make plays you know and use 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 your abilities and things like that there's there's plays to be made and if you're playing with a squad mm-hmm. um, you know and everybody knows how to play their character and their role like pretty specifically like i've run into some just your own god squads that i'm like you don't even know what to do with these guys yeah yeah because then like your team just starts falling apart oh and... you just get shit on so fast i'm just like <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what i'm doing here like <laughs> thanks for having me in the game boys yeah it's glad to be here thanks You're for being a for part of tiger it. practice we'll see you in the next one yeah 100 percent. i get that but what's uh yesterday. what's the future look like for this game what what's what's in the plans content because there isn't a game event going on right now like a community event right where everybody's working yeah. for a single goal and then what like yeah. how does the content like roadmap look for this game what you can share so um let me pull it up we put up the 2023 roadmap here uh, I, can probably through the files. I need to i need to dig it up somewhere hang on discord's probably easiest for me i don't production know production team i'll get the production team on it they're usually slow and pretty <laughs> terrible but I mean, I've threatened you know what they're doing they're doing time. their best all right they're sometimes doing it's not good enough okay you know sometimes what it's for- on the fire you know what there's a there's a search feature in discord that is not about that is there really? Um, there is. There is. I need to hire getting Jamie. Rid of the numbers like at the end has. of Discord, by the way. Okay, here we go. All right, so let me copy, pasta this, save image as, and I'm gonna send it to you and DM on Discord so you can pull it up quickly. Yeah. Uh, and the audio podcast the listeners, team. sorry. Yeah, no, sorry. this is just just so we have something to to look at and 100%. visualize. I just have to make fun of them because we're all we always don't realize that people download this show as an audio experience and we're always talking about stuff on screen. I I when I drive a lot of times I don't listen to music anymore. I'll throw on a podcast. Um like I'm a huge I'm a huge soccer person. Like I'll just be listening to like you know soccer podcast or whatever. Sounds like there's a conversation happening in the car. Yeah, I mean it's just just having a pub chat, just having a good time while you're while you're driving. All right, I got Mm -hmm. it pulled up. I got it pulled up. So, yeah, looks like 
quarter two seasonal game mode, new operator collection from Bope Brazil. Yep. Nice victory day event that's going on now. New battle pass Q3. Oh, game pass support. That's big. I've had a lot of people ask about controller. Um, yeah, we want to make sure it was done. It was done right. Um, because that's it's a lot trickier than you think it is doing like gamepad support with a PC game, and then it's like, you know, do you put aim assist? How much do you put? If you do, like Does console in the picture for that, or no, so with console, I, I grew up a console player, so I'm pushing hard for console. Don't get me wrong, I play both PC and I play um Xbox quite a bit with um you know, mostly family, like brothers and cousins play on the console. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like also knowing the console market and playing it, I feel like Caliber would do really well on console just because there's nothing within the last five to six years. I'm trying to think like maybe Ghost Recon Wildlands or like Outriders would be like a third person. Third person. Like there's just, there's just like, there's nothing there third person market wise. So I feel like this game on Game Pass would slap. That's yeah, just my personal point opinion. was like the last third um, person. Well, we was. talked about it. You know, it was one of those if the Steam release goes well, because we're, you know, a PC games company first. If that goes well, then we can look exactly. into to doing that. We also don't want to do just a straight port. We feel like a lot of dev teams are lazy and they just port it over. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, you know, whatever, it's a, it's a money grab. And it's like if we do do console, we want to do it the right way. That's cool. What does the right way look like to you? Just curious. The right way, um, you need to you need to basically code the the base of the game for for a console um it's so much different than pcs and you've got different uh basically different thresholds of graphics um you know you've got to have it basically you want native um gamepad support um i think the market's pretty much the same the market the pc market's grown quite a bit um to even maybe outnumber console at this point but um i think it's more just in the building blocks and, and like the coding and things like that 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 need to make sure that the game plays the way it should on the console. Makes sense. Yeah. Got to have its own thing. Uh, Spectator mode is a big one as well, too. I do like, did, you, did you guys lobby, ever though? play Diablo? Yeah, so, you guys yeah. are, there was a uh, the recent Diablo game um, that came out. It was for PC, but they did a port for yeah. uh, the uh, the Xbox. Or no, 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 no. It was uh, the mobile version. Okay. Uh, they had the Diablo Immortal on your phone they had like a pc emulator and they basically didn't do any extra work they just ported it to the pc and it was absolute like it was trash on the pc yeah it, like it was meant to play on mobile and you could tell so it's just one of those like you want to make sure that it feels good and plays well and it's made yeah. for for that specific platform yeah it's not simple just going from pc to console yeah. just a simple point and click yeah Copy paste. Okay, but, send it to Sony and Microsoft and put it on. I mean, yeah, yeah I pr love, pretty much. I love pretty the much. custom lobbies in Spectator mode because now I'm thinking esports. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, I'm an esports fiend. So, um, and even just from a content creation standpoint, yeah, I mean, community you know, nights um, like and a, stuff. Right, like like big oh, fry dude, can have uh, like custom dude, lobbies, exactly. and I can throw, but I can even throw like the gold. Spectator mode, like getting cool like intro scenes and. Oh, definitely. Uh, just ah, uh, you got my mind thinking now. Yeah, because you can do everything from pistols only to just you know, like whatever it may be. Just you know, yeah, because uh, okay, okay. spectator mode for blue, he does like all kinds of cool cinematic stuff with his videos. Like he's gonna okay. be able to do some super cool shots and stuff. And then like Fry will have custom. I was lobbies. trying to do that now with just like turn off the HUD. Yeah, it's a little bit, a little bit more cinematically. Bit yeah, you know. 
So she went, I'm getting shot at. I'm like, guys, I'm just getting shots. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cameraman over me? here. Come on. You need to get a, 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 what is it, like a press, the press vest, you know, that they wear? Like it, Oh, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> or if my, if my gun actually was a camera, just... But then it shoots, so you don't realize, you know, ha ha ha, tricked you. That's awesome. That 3D scopes looks really cool too, actually. No, I think yeah, 3D scopes look really good. Quarter three is a big one. Yeah, quarter three is gonna be a really big one. Why does quarter three seem bigger than quarter four? Way she goes. Um, quarter four. I mean, you're gonna have you're gonna have seasonal events. Um, we're working on the clan mechanics, um, statistics. People have been asking for those forever. Um, but you also got to look at like. Normally we run a Halloween event. Um, there's a huge oh, event around true. Christmas, yeah, stuff towards um, the end, yeah. and it's and you're looking at tons of free stuff in game. So that that's another thing I was saying for those who like think the game is super grindy. We're always doing like some sort of whether it's double XP, double credits, um, the Victory Day event where you get containers with credits, camos. Um, Twitch drops actually came. There's twi- came Twitch drops were just recently, and we'll, we're looking at doing Twitch drops maybe like seasonally. Um, just trying to figure out how we would do that and what that entails without breaking the economy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's always ways to get credits, and and a lot of the times it revolves around events or just doing your daily missions will net you like 100k, like a day if you finish your dailies. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, because that was a big thing. It's like it's like what 200,000 for an operator, correct? Yes, unless you find one, we also do a weekly rotation. So each week on Wednesday, when we do the 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 hot fix or a patch, like a we we do one each week. Um, it's not like necessarily an update. When I say it's a patch, yes. So there'll be three operators that are in that rotation, and they're for 150k. So operators of the week, baby. Discount. Yep, operators of the week. They go on sale. So if you got one that you're like not quite sold on, but you're not sure, and then you see him in the rotation, go ahead and grab it then, because that's the cheapest you're gonna get. Mm. You might pull a trigger on that bad boy. <laughs> no, it's cool, man. There's no, a lot to it. Yeah, yeah. A lot okay. to the game. Yeah, I'm excited. And yeah. I uh, I was surprised at how much I enjoyed it. I didn't think I would, but like the third person, I'm getting my head around it. The showdown, like, what drew me to it was the cosmetics, the vibe of it. Like, it's just grounded, realistic mm-hmm. with with the feel yep. of everything, and that's that's the happy medium I like. When when people are like, "Crash, you go play Arma or whatever," I'm like, I don't like the super realistic yeah. actual gameplay. I like the realistic vibe and feeling of it. I still the like the arcade so the, I can have fun. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, for exactly. Sure. I, it's a video game, not real life. Not, I, you know. So I, I really like where this game sits aesthetically. Um, it's got the PVE, it's got the PvP, it's got the PvPVE, it's got it's got a bunch of different kinds of modes to enjoy that stuff. <laughs> it's got it's got content for days, however you want to unlock there's, it. There's legendary camos for days too. A fun fun fact about the legendary camos, uh, which those are for sale only, um, but all of those are rooted in like a historical like backdrop, if that makes sense. It's like the, all of those were researched. Um, you know, actual outfits that the guys wore. So if you're into like the more of the realism. How much research did you go into these operators? Um, I don't do the, the research myself. Or, but I, know, or, I mean, do you know if anyone? That I know that? our character team goes pretty nuts with them. And, and I think they, I, honestly, I think they do a really, really good job. Not trying to be biased, but I think we have some of the best character models, some of the best cosmetic, like camos and things in, in the industry. And we're not, we're not AAA. So they do their work. That's true. Yeah, the ops look amazing. I think that's one of that's like I said, that's what drew me to it in the first place. 
Um, cause I played a fair amount of rogue company and like rogue company had like pretty good third person gameplay and it had the ball mode that I liked, but man, it's just really, really cartoony for it's me. Cartoony. Yeah. I'm yeah. a boomer. So that's the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no, man, I in these damn cartoons. Um, I don't, I don't want to keep you on uh, too much longer. I know you got, you got stuff going on in the community. I want to let you get to, um, I, Thank you so much for your time, man. Like coming on. Yeah, for sure. Coming on our small little show says a lot about your character. I appreciate it. And Anytime, uh, man. you guys, if you guys want me to come back, definitely let me know and we'll, we'll get it set up. I, just, I know I'm, I get busy sometimes between whether it's being a dad or, um, you know, along, along the lines of being a community manager. We're all dads if, here, if right, something, Chris? If something breaks like 24 hours a day, they're like, hey, we need to tweet out that whatever. And I'm like, oh, I'm sleeping right now. But, you know, yeah. so. Yeah. Just, oh, yeah. Time zones are OP. We'll make it work. Time oh, that's true OP. too. Yeah. So cool, man. Well, I I super appreciate your time. Um, thank you so much. Welcome anytime if you want to come back also and, and talk about anything, talk about any events or, or shoot the shit about video games. You're more than welcome. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. We will uh, let him go. We will be right back. I'll play a little bit of a break screen. We'll uh, say our goodbyes, and Blue and I will be back to talk about the rest of the news of the week. I love you all. Brb. Guys, we're back. Bye. Hello. That was awesome. Can't thank uh, Nick enough for coming on the program. Uh, it's not an illusion. No, we really are. Oh, we are back. Yeah, I was muted. I fixed it. Don't even worry about it. He's but back. Yeah, I'm back. We're back. Dude, the community team is borderline killing it right now. Um, just, give, just, give, just give it some time. Let me get stuff moved, situated. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. We're back. Fully back. I even put the ticker back on the screen during I saw I saw during that thing. Like people wanted the ticker back. I want to be I want to be more active with the ticker and put toxic things on it and call it the toxic ticker. I think that would do be pretty it. Fun. So Help people out. So uh, you're a big time Call of Duty player now. Like you're huge yeah, into it. Yeah, full time, full time. Yeah, <laughs> go, going pro. Um, yeah, we played a little COD together yesterday. That was a wild experience. Um, it, it felt good when we did get into those games where it was like back and forth and, you know, we end up pulling. Of course, the games that we win that we were owning by the second, third round, the, half the team quit on the other side. So it's like, man, COD was, players are so soft, man. Like, it's they, so crazy. Did it really, like, and it's like the, and the fact that there's no like actual like forfeit, uh, you know, consequence, you know, like, yeah. People I'll start just leave. losing XP at that point. I will never quit, man. Like I, I, I will because sometimes you, I've re, we we have as a team like we've reverse swept people. Like we've been down 05 and came all the way back and won. You can do it, and you might as well try. It like you're possible. playing the yeah, game exactly. But yeah, but yeah. for real in COD, like a lot of times, if you're playing search and you get up two rounds on, they'll just everybody just start leaving. Like they they can't they can't just handle leave. it. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm weird. glad the game can like find players again, but I I couldn't imagine being a player that joins in at a you know like a five to one zero to five game, and you're just like, why why would you bring me in here? <laughs> and that's and it, dude. It'll leave. put people in there. It'll put people in there when yeah. there's like two rounds left, and there there's only two people on the other team, and it's just like just feel bad for them. Exactly, exactly. And that's yeah, I couldn't. Mm. It's kind of silly. I wish I wish ranked in COD was just that. Just search, and I, I would play it a lot more. But 
No, search search is fun. It's it's more chill in COD. Like instead of ranked Rainbow Six, like that gets really really sweaty. But I just, I mean, just round based ball modes. I love the teamwork, the comms, the call outs. Like people are talking, having fun. Yeah, we. I'll be honest, playing with you guys. You guys knew your call outs for sure, and had some really good um, moments for sure. When we were like, "Oh, he's right there," and then I would look, and all of a sudden <laughs> there he was in the window. You know, stuff like that. So, yep, I like it. I love uh, looking back. Sometimes I'll just check my Twitch bots just to like check on my make sure everything's looking good and I'll see myself giving call outs and sometimes something will happen and I, and I don't know like an exact call out and I'll just watch my brain just like scramble to come up with something and the look on my face is always priceless. I'm like, he's in the uh, top left window over your back right shoulder like, because I'm trying oh to like put God, myself in like detailed. your perspective and like yeah. at your four o'clock you know, or something like that. Yeah, just, he's he's behind the ficus tree in the office with a wrench in the study. <laughs> Colonel Mustard. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Oh, yeah, Blue man. and I played. I hope you play with us more, man. It's fun. Like, it's just. I definitely want to get back into it for sure. It's just because, you know, I've I just played uh, a clan event for World War Three. And as much as fun that was, it was, you know, there's no custom server. So it's just like. We all get into the same Discord server. We all, okay, we're queuing up for this game in that mode. Three, two, one, queue. Let's hope we all get in the same server. Oh, and we geez. end up using, we usually end up getting it because there's just that less people playing. So it's easy oh. to kind of just fill a quick server. But at least we were able to play together and it was some pretty sweaty moments and it was fun playing it that way. But of course, it's an indie game. I like playing AAA sometimes too. And it's, you know, but then of course we run into, you know, hackers and there were a lot of cheaters so it's just like it's it, it there's always going to be an issue no matter where you are also that horrible ui is just disgusting Dude, so. isn't it and the net code's bad too the more you play it especially in a game a game mode like that where like microseconds count and like shots like one or two bullets registering or not can mean the difference yeah. in a round you really notice the net like, code problems I'm with modern warfare Call of Duty, like when i feel like it and then if i don't i'm just not gonna i'm not gonna like sit there and force myself to right to play it so i'm at i'm at a place not with like, like i used to with with battlefield 2042 feeling like a really generic shooter to me and then, you know, COD's like the bad net code and there's not a lot of content in there if you enjoy 6v6 multiplayer. And then, you know, Rainbow Six, there's has such a Did has such a hard ground war on Call of Duty anymore. There is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a big ground war. Um, but it just is sectioned off parts of Almazar, which we are going to get into the COD season three reloaded notes here in just a second. You guys will see that a lot of it's repurposed content. The the map that's coming to six v six is something that we played in the campaign. Um, so they're just, yeah, they haven't made a new map in a minute for this game. I feel like, but like, I just feel like with all those games have their own things where like, I'm to a point now where I, I can't main one game. Like I kind of have to rotate what I'm playing Hands around yeah, to, to the different ones, but that's, that's cool. It keeps it fresh. Like I'm still playing a fairly fair amount of bomb modes. And like with rainbow <laughs> six, it's like, I just can't ask like whoever to come play. Like I, like because there's so that much one, to that yeah, game. Man, like, it'd be so much to learn, yeah. I can't just ask buddies to come play, but like where Call of Duty is like a little bit more accessible, but you still get that bomb mode. Like that's where that's really I guess is fun. 2042 just frustrates me because I I know the potential of the Battlefield franchise and what a Battlefield game should look like. And playing that game just frust frustrates me. Well, I can see where people can have fun in with it, like while it feels okay as a shooter, like it just frustrates me. 
to play. I will it. say too for the season three when I was looking at the notes and stuff like that, it feels like it's more catered to Warzone players. Probably, yeah. That that's one of my biggest beefs when we started seeing patch notes and content for Call of Duty. I'll just pop over to it. Um, we can get into it. Um, it's like all the content is for the free mode. The people that paid the hundred and twenty bucks don't get anything. You get nothing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was looking at, and I was just like. Okay, that's cool for the whole like Warzone 2.0, but I still to this day have never played a single game of Warzone, even back in the old, old quote unquote Modern Warfare, because I'm just not a fan of Battle Royales. You're dying. Um, that's why I was excited when. That's why. Yeah, I, I I haven't even played Fortnite this entire time. I've never I don't played think Fortnite I either. Yeah, so um, that's what you know. But when I see, yeah, when I saw all the stuff for like you know all the the buy stations and and things coming out for that i'm just like okay cool but we get a new 6v6 map one that's one just one yeah in this in this uh mid-season update we get one um we did get a couple at the beginning of the season so i mean there there's I guess a little like bit break, break it down first and then we'll kind of just like yeah we can go through it um, as they announce it. So we have uh, for the podcast listeners. Sorry, love you by the way. Thank you guys for all the fucking downloads on the audio version. There's been a That's lot of people apologizing. downloading that. So so cool. Appreciate it so much. Well, tr I'll try to do my best to describe what we're talking about here. Uh, but the first thing that's coming is there's a new raid episode. So these are uh, essentially like campaign style co-op missions where you have to hop in um, with friends and play these. So. It's cool to, to see that content continuing the story from the campaign. Uh, special Ops Missions Defender comes to Hafi Port. So there's that going on. Uh, here is the new map. This is probably what I'm most excited about, uh, the Alboran Hatchery. Um, so this was, I remember this from the campaign. Um, so this was in the campaign where you had to get up on this roof and shoot people down through the skylights. So... Oh, might yeah. be might be a good map for search uh with some of the vertical play through the skylights and stuff i like doing that that's something that i'm used to in rainbow six that not a lot of people are used to looking out for in search so i feel like i have an advantage Go up on the roof and play. stuff like that yeah yep no repelling but you know you i know. don't i don't know what this is um take infected to a new level on bigger maps with more players to so get ultra it's, it's basically infection is like Which the is whole big yeah so it's just i'm guessing i'm guessing it's just giant infection where it's just like one player players a zombie rest are players and then the more they kill the more they infect to the horde so i'm a fan of that back in like the old halo days um halo i haven't played an infection yeah i haven't played infection in forever so i don't know how it would hold up now but i don't know might be kind of kind of chaotic that's a, that's a game that i'd probably play a few times a handful yep. of times exactly i played yeah. a few times like oh this is cool yep. yeah like be oh you guys yeah you're infected huh? you know <laughs> he's got cuties now it'd be a you fun that'd be a, that'd be a fun game mode to play probably probably uh after some drinks might be all right um yeah so this is gonna get me tilted talking about this uh face off 3v3 this used to be in one of the older cods they can't like modern warfare 3 or something maybe um Oh yeah. Let's see. 2000 Oh yeah. I nailed it. <laughs> nice. Uh the old steel trap baby. Uh in 2011 Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 made a dedicated multiplayer mode that captured those small team cage match experiences of Rust and and Shipment Face Off. So that's coming back. 12 years later they're bringing this back. So it's 3v3 kind of uh TDM. 
Expect Faceoff to include all current gunfight maps as well as the new gunfight maps once they are released in later seasons. They ruined gunfight, dude. And gunfight was like one. Of, if you've been on the like following along on the show for a while, I always talk about gunfight. I loved gunfight in Modern Warfare 2019. Round base, me and a friend, like, yeah, was super good at it. Yeah, dude, they ruined it in this. Ah, just there's it feels like there's five different loadouts instead of a bunch and then there's three new maps one of them is there's four total maps and one of them is shipment that you play like are so tired of shipment like that's it's everywhere it's all the time it's all the cods you have shipment and then you have three new maps and that gets so old so fast and a couple of them aren't very good and it's just like it feels like you can play it i used to play hours and hours like it was one of the one of the few call of duty experiences where like i would lose track of time and stay up too late playing in 2019 <laughs> but it's just it gets boring really fast and hopefully they bring a yeah. lot more maps to it and it, might, it might get better but i'm i'm really frustrated with the amount of content behind gunfight because gunfight was kind of one of the marquee modes in 2019 it's like one of the first things they showcased in the alpha and stuff and i really liked it but it's it's a shell of its former self in this game but um yeah warzone 2 i'm always being negative aren't i i'm a negative nancy um warzone 2 up your game with new features mid-season update expand your tactical options with perk packages plus deployable buy station and gulag entry kit a new dmz experience where you can purchase skins that have pay to win aspects sorry oh no, it doesn't say that Take the high risk and earn valuable rewards entering the Koshi complex. We was, hope you're not uh, afraid of the dark. Yeah. I was I was just thinking about that too. Those um specific yeah. battle royale operators. Yeah, we we uh we talked about them on the on the podcast a while ago, the pay to win skins, and they're they're actually releasing them. So now yeah, now knowing a little bit more about it too, I'm just like, wow, like the amount of stuff you would actually get for just spending more money on an already full priced game. Yeah, and I think hard, Westy, that's why it's hard to like to 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 play this type of game. I think Westy was talking about it too. You. I think Westy was talking about exactly the scenario I talked about, where that UAV skin—if you have like three people that go in together that play a lot together and buy that yeah. and have three UAVs off rip on a Sheik Island, there's even modes. I think there's even a way to get a six-person pre-made squad. Like if you get into the same lobby and add each other, you can have a six person squad, all with six you abs and just destroy the map, like kill everyone on the map. So it, yeah, it, it's really silly. Off, yeah. It's really silly. Um, one of the biggest things coming is Warzone ranked play. Um, I don't know how this is gonna be. Um it should be big, but Warzone's in a rough spot, man. Not a lot of people are excited about it from what I see on Twitter. It's just it's a big enough game, like a juggernaut of a franchise. There's a lot of people that play it, but compared to Warzone One, a lot of people. This is the most divisive I've ever seen Call of Duty players. I think you're right. Yeah, I think so too. Which is sad, especially knowing the, the where I came from from playing Call of Duty back in the day. It's it's sad to see that. I mean, it wasn't. Um, it, it, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you just have, I don't know, there's like a couple different camps, but I don't know, man. I mean, the I, fact that they also said, they went out and said like the, the next, like the underground facility for DMZ would change the way DMZ plays. Like, what does that mean? I don't know. Like, they're talking about one location is going to change the way the game feels. Like, I know that's like 
puff pieces, puff words, but like, what do you exactly mean by that? And then now with the battle royale operators that you're going to be able to use this. Or actually, can you use those in DMZ? Is that? That's what it's for. So, so those, for those, those you can skins, also use it in Warzone. You can't use it in Warzone. So those skins that come with so like the DMZ. extra perks. Yeah, those those oh, skins. That's even worse because that's my favorite. That's one, like the game what I want to play. <laughs> yeah, so those skins, those skins with the bonuses are for DMZ bonuses only. Also, um, the Rose one also puts the Vaznev and one of the snipers, so a couple of the best guns in the game, on the fast cooldown in your insured slot too. So you get all those perks if you buy that skin. Um, yeah, there's a new underground Koshi complex in Almazra, so the new place to check out looks like it's dark you might have to yeah so operators must find a way to locate one of the multiple entrances to the subterranean bunker complex open it and redacted be proactive anyway you got to find flashlights and uh nvgs nvgs yeah um so super like taking and a look at the game i think it'll be very immersive it'll yeah, look it's cool. cool it's cool like this part of the content is really cool it looks, it's gonna it, it, it looks cool it starts to make some of the loot you find like important. Like if you find NVGs or you find a flashlight to put on your gun, like might be cool. I don't know if you can do that or not, or if you got to do that. Yeah, in a for, yeah, I mean, it. I will say that entire complex above and below will be filled with everyone trying to go <laughs> yeah. see what the hell is redacted in the intel and stuff like that. You know. So it looks like they're yeah. Uh, I'm thinking looks like maybe, they're keeping some Easter secrets. Like, um, the next thing is uh, Warzone ranked. So this should be a big deal if enough people can play the game mode. And I think you're going to start to ranked play is going to bring enough people back to Warzone. And I think you're going to hear a lot of bitching on Twitter. Like, I, I don't know. We'll see from the from the content creators and the pro players and stuff. We'll see because um, because they'll want to play it to grind ranked, get better, move up through the ranks. I also think the cheaters are going to get absolutely like insane with this. Uh, but we'll see because because i feel like ranked play really revitalized multiplayer like viewers interest and stuff like that um but you start from bronze so you have yeah. bronze silver gold plat diamond crimson iridescent and the top 250 um and you get rewards and stuff for that for for winning warzone games but yeah ranked is ranked is something i mean that's that's what gets me going in, in rainbow six apex has ranked like ranked is a way that really capture people's attention and gives you something like tangible to go for you know like i'm better than these people like you can see your skill go up which i feel like with the skill like the skill-based matchmaking that cod already has like <laughs> everything should be ranked the way they the way they set up that matchmaking seriously um yeah i think that's the main i think that's the main stuff i mean you got like the whole like bronze all the way to the top 250 which is that's pro level or hacker level, you know, whichever way you want to look at it. <laughs> True. Because, I mean, the fact that it wasn't that recent, was it for Call of Duty where they found out that two of the top best players were hacking? Yeah, they had to take them off. They had to take them yeah, off the, so. the leaderboard. They were like a bunch of the leaderboard people were hackers. So, yeah. I, don't see, I don't see anything changing. Um, Probably not. A bunch of skins. And what is that plunder? in warzone what is that exactly oh yeah plunders back that was with warzone one so that's a game mode you can really go in and like level up weapons you pick your loadout you drop it out Mazra and collect money and you it's a respawn mode think of it kind of like giant free-for-all on Almazra, you can drop in different places, fight it out, take people's money. Once you collect a bunch of money by doing missions or killing people, you go cash it out. 
and at the end of the timer, the person who cashed out the most money wins. So it's okay. a little bit. Eh. So it's it is it is like a squad just versus squad or solo if you do solos and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but you just run around and collect the most money. So it's a really good spot to level up weapons because you can t- select your weapon, you can do tasks, and you can get kills and level up guns and stuff. That's what a lot of people use it for. Interesting. And it's good warm up too for for ranked. Hop in, run around, get loose. So yeah, that's uh, that's season that's back. Okay. three reloaded. Moving along. More. Do what? There's still more, right? Isn't like the whole, yeah, the whole, like, I mean, if people want to know about it, like the FTAC siege, right? Oh, guns. The the Tech 9. Yeah, Tech (laughs) 9. Sorry. The Tech 9 and the Deagle. There's already a Deagle. GS Magna. Oh, it's a fully automatic. Oh. It's a fully automatic. automatic Desert Eagle. Okay. Okay, cool. And then, of course, you got the throwing stars. So, nice you know, game. like there wasn't enough silent things flying through the air coming <laughs> right. at you to one shot hit you. Exactly. <laughs> and then, of course, and Kevin the, Durant. Dude, and then the rest of that article is like three pages of skins. Kevin Bye. Durant, man. It's all about Kevin Durant. Yes. I just want to know about, I just want Kevin Durant. That's all. Just kidding. Well, you're I, I in luck, I pal. I couldn't care less. For the low price of 3,500 COD points, he can be yours. How much is 3,500 COD points in $35. American dollars? God damn it. I'm guessing $35 to play as, it, oh, hold on. It, even if it's more than 20. It's more than 20. A play lot as of a the skins are 20 basketball to 35. star at the end of his prime. Whoa. I said it. I said pew, it. Pew, pew. Shots fired. That's Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. All if right. I can remember when your rookie year came in and you're still going, I'm sorry. Come on, look, look at LeBron. I'm sorry. I'm okay. Uh, that's a whole different conversation. Jeez, Blue. All right. <laughs> we look forward to your comments. Yeah, it literally and is. You're welcome. Uh, just for you. Yeah, it's literally just skins and and then you could just you know and also you know buy the game, guys. True. Also, I'm being very sarcastic for audio listeners. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm gonna talk about this. I'm not gonna get too animated talking about Battlefield this week. Um, I, I think you let out as much as you could last time. Yeah, and we we need to get more information uh, before I do. Uh, but essentially, they've talked about uh, squad updates. So squad management. There's gonna be easier ways to move around and get within different squads once you're on a team and in a match together. Um, and be able to join on players and join a queue. Things that we haven't heard about yet that are incredibly important is they haven't talked about if you're going to be able to kick somebody. So like if a random's on your team and you want to make space for for a friend, they haven't talked about that. Or if you have to just go make your own new one. squad. Yeah. So essentially what's in here is being able to change squads within and on teams and not a lot of other functionality already that's what's, what's in there. Um, so that's all the details we have so far. There's, I'm going to wait. There's supposed to be a devlog this week that lists the details of how the squad management system will work. And I, I'm going to wait till I give like super full opinions on that, but it is coming at some like, point. Yeah, Cause you have like the big content creators 
No, because you just had all the big creators saying, oh, this will change the way squad gaming or squad gameplay would be in Battlefield. Like, uh, no, because all I've seen what? so far, there's already functionality to join your friends and start a match. You can only thing I've seen that's added functionality so far is just being able to switch squads within game. Like I haven't seen like the boot and join and all that stuff. And then the one thing I will say is I think this is going to be this this feature set is going to be severely, severely crippled by the fact that there's no server browser because there still will be a four person limit of friends that you and three other friends are going to be able to join a game together. That's it. And, and some of my some of my funnest times with friends, you know, back even, you know, when there were platoons, which I didn't use as much, but I would just have like kind of community nights where I'd be streaming on Twitch and somebody popping. Hey, can I join? Yep. Here's our server number. Get on this team. Let's roll and, you know, hop in discord yeah. if you want to. And we'd have like 10 or 15 people on the same team together. You're still not going to be able to exactly. do that because there's no server browser. And it's just it's just only the squad management update is only going to do so much for the game without a server browser in all out war, in my opinion. But we'll wait. We'll wait to see what all features are there. Um, this is supposed to come sometime during season four. There's a lot of talk going on right now in the battlefield community, too, is is there going to be anything past season five? Is season five the last update? Um, there's also been like data mined uh, stuff about Battlefest, which could be coming along at some point. Um, and I thought maybe with some of the timing of it, um, that oh, the, a lot of people suspect from Temporial's leaks or data mines that Battlefest is going to happen in between season four and season five is kind of a buffer. Um, so there'll be a, like a stall. So it could be a minute before we see these changes. It could be quite a while, uh, before we do see these changes. And then, um, yeah. a, a lot of people are talking about if there's going to be anything past season five or not for this game. And I have mixed feelings about that for the people that enjoy it. I hope there is, but I, I'm just ready to put this game to bed. And see I'm ready next. to move on. Yeah, exactly. See if, if Vince and the new. And the new old returning folks and the new folks can can fix this thing because I'm just ready to kind of see what's next, yeah. both content wise and. It, it's just it was one of the biggest letdowns of for me. Our, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, think about the hype that was built up around this from the first trailer to now. You know. Yep. Literally thought it was the love letter to Battlefield fans. Yeah, I just think it's really telling that, that they, this was a horrible love letter. <laughs> I just really think that like where they haven't done anything to Portal, they haven't had anything added stuff. I just don't think this game is going to be around that much longer. But we will see. I'll talk. I'll talk more about it next week um, once we get like the full information on how the squad stuff will work. I'll formulate a probably fairly toxic opinion about it. Um. Uh, are you nice? You know what that means, Blue? Quick shots! Ow! That's right. That's right. Um, I don't have a lot. So, so send me some stuff. Send you a video that you want to talk about. Of that. Yeah, I I want to get straight to talking about silica. Okay. Oh, and I also would vouch if you want to play. Uh, if you want to play DMZ to hit up Justin. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Oh well. Hell yeah! He's vouching for you, Justin. Um, yeah, so I wanted to talk about the, uh, consulate rework, um, for Rainbow Six. 
So we're also going to get more information okay. on this on the 14th, whenever we get the full uh, full reveal. Um, it's not going to let me play it. You son. All right. Hold on. I have to go to Twitter. I have to play the tweet. <laughs> I have to zoom in the on the tweet. tweet so it replays. Really annoying. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um, yeah. So. One of the maps that I hate the most, Consulate, is getting a rework in Rainbow Six Siege. I hate this piece of shit map. A lot of people like it. I think it's a spawn peaking cube of death. That was Disaster. the first game uh, map I played. I'm sorry. And it was one of the last games I played. I get that. I could see exactly why. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just too hard like to get to in, the come, building. Yeah, man. coming in from the yeah, coming in from the streets, trying to move up to the building, just like no cover. Like yeah. But this What's is the rework. Um, so, yeah, the rework is essentially they do a fairly decent job with these. They don't change the map too much. They just kind of fix problem areas. So they eliminated a bunch of windows on the front side. Going to really cut down on spawn peaks. Um, they added a, f a f area where you can fight kind of at the top of spiral stairs. That'll give um, attackers another way to push uh, to attack the upstairs, which is a traditionally a pretty tough site to attack. Um, there's also rumors if you look at the front side, um, if you look at the front side there, or if you look at the front shot, there's kind of, you can see on the back side, you can kind of see a corner of what looks like potentially a new balcony um, on the back side. So there might be mm -hmm. a whole new balcony. Um, the infamous garage downstairs where everybody fights over that garage door, they've kind of on these map reworks, they try to do away with exterior walls that go right into site. So they try to, they try to give folks uh the defenders like a little bit of a buffer to where the attackers have to get in the building and then have to get into the site so they reworked the garage where you can just enter the garage and then breach into the downstairs site so that's quite a bit different um they changed i know i saw above on the front balcony they made that a breachable wall rather than two windows um but yeah to to the, to the spawn peak stuff um they changed um the the front the front walls are way taller so you won't get spawn peaked as easy. Um, this is the shot I was talking about. Um, in this back right corner, you can kind of see an outcropping right here that could potentially look like a balcony in the back. And then they got rid of a bunch of these windows. Um, and then uh, Jay Boogie in chat was talking about the windows are gone here. So the windows on uh, Spiral are closed here now. But if you look at the top of it... Um... It looks like they added a window. So you see no window here. This the top of spiral is circular. It looks and now it's square, but they added like a, a interval window right here at the top of spiral. So you can see that behind the soda machine. So this is all new up here. Um the long desk at the top of spiral is different okay. too. Um so it's a lot smaller. So this is bigger. They added a door and made this knob reachable. So that's essentially how I set up the site anyway, is reinforce most of this and then make a rotate hole in the wall. They kind of did it for me. So appreciate that. Um, but yeah, so that's what that's what the new console is going to look like. Going to get a full reveal of everything coming in year eight, season two on the 14th. So we'll probably talk about it one more time um, in a quick shot about what's all coming to Siege in the next season. Operation Dread Factor. Nice. Dread, I think it's Dread Factor. Dread, Dread Factor. Dread yeah. Factor. Yeah. Trust me, I, I know. I don't think we're I know this. 
<laughs> yeah. That's what's up. Okay. Now it's time for the next. Okay. Quick shot. Quick shot. Sorry, I can't do the high pitch anymore. My voice get hurts. That. Get that. <laughs> let me pull up. Let me pull up your vid. Yeah. Tell me about what's going on here, man. Okay. I didn't believe it at first that one person made this game. Um, but apparently it's technically through Bohemia Interactive. So the same people who made Arma, that tactical Milson that everyone tells you to play. Yeah. Go um, play Arma. Go play Arma. Um, and I could be actually wrong about the one person, but from everything I've heard so far, it is just one person. But Bohemia made um tools i forgot what it's called specifically but they for basically for developers to just start making games and this guy did that and he brought back a genre of games that i've been in love with for a while um real-time strategy games mixed with fps um and like third-person vehicle combat so it's basically for the, the the simple like description you have a commander Who's controlling all the top level stuff, building buildings, collecting resources, and then you have people on the ground that could control tanks, fight people, PvP. It's also it's PvP as well, too, on the bigger open maps. Um, and then you also have, like I said, the um just like the resource gathering stuff like that. So it's like a mix between like StarCraft, uh, it looks like Dune, it plays like uh what was it like call to arms uh, if anyone knows about the rts it's like a also it's like a military rts that you can like control specific units um but the only issue with it that i have right now is that it's very unoptimized it's it feels like an early access game so it's 20 bucks right now so you're just kind of just buying it just to get into like the play testing um but i'll be honest i'm hooked on it myself it's gorgeous like it looks amazing. I don't know what engine this is running on. I don't know if it's like the new Infusion engine, but it literally it's like it's super like seamless just like you can't even tell that you're playing like with a commander. It's kind of just like you're just fighting each other almost. Um I don't know. It's again, it looks cool. It's very like I said, it's very basic. You have like the FPS mechanics are very armor like. Yeah, Bohemia incubator that's that's the um thing i was talking about it's literally that's the um engine that it's been built on or the tools that it was used and uh yeah it literally is just uh it's it's super cool it's immersive it looks cool at night there's explosions happening it was like literally i was just playing yesterday get some footage and um like i was in a tank and the commander was like building more vehicles for people to get into you could teleport around the map you could do first a four-player co-op as well too so you could play that as well too or you could play a free-for-all or the strategy game where it's like humans versus aliens or humans versus humans or humans versus humans versus aliens like three factions each one by a commander and then you got players so it's like 32 players on one map um and it could be, you know, 16 versus 16 or 32 divided by three. And then it again, it, it's it's pretty sick. It's a pretty cool looking um so game. So to play it, you can't play it solo. You have to have somebody be the commander and somebody fight, or like 
Um, if you play solo, yeah, you would basically end up basically like, like being the commander. I think you can have the AI like command for you, but it's not really in your best interest if you want like win to fight. So yeah, it, it does rely on teamwork, I would say. So it's kind of like almost like Planet Side Two in that aspect, where like the more your faction works as a team, the more you'll be able to win fights. Um, and it's uh, it's always ongoing too, you know, because that's that's why I love RTS games because uh, you can play on the same map every time but it's going to be a different battle um nine times out of ten because there's going to be just different things that happen different pushes especially on this game where usually on rts games you will be okay i know where these people spawn and i know where these people spawn every single time this game rotates it moves it around so you'll never know exactly where the enemy is and you got to like go out and look for them and stuff like that Jeez, man. Yeah, that's crazy. That's yeah. the replayability of that would be like astronomical. Like it always play different. There's time. even like a there's even like a map for like a free for all that it's just like FPS only. So you got like I'll play that. A, uh, yeah, it's just like a commando class, which is like top of the line. You got a rifleman, sniper, SMG, rocket launcher. Um, there's no secondary weapons. Again, it's just it's a very basic FPS version of the game that it really shines when you have like massive combined arms just going at it fighting each other and the players can play as the aliens too which is even cool so it's like players are coming around being giant creatures and rolling around digging underground really like flanking people eating people it's it's crazy dude like jeez there's yeah. a lot and to it also huh? the sound design is probably amazing like there's like this giant um machine that harvests like all the ore and stuff like that and just the sound of like the giant roller coming down like on screen and it, like the wheels moving and it just like the metal creaking like even that giant we just found out today like i'm finding out more things like that giant harvester machine which is like the minor thing that has like the rollers in the front you can actually get in it like my friend was like hey I was like, I've seen someone use it before. I don't know how to get into it. He walks up to it. And all of a sudden, a ramp lowers down. He crawls into the machine. And I'm looking at this from, like, God's point of view. You know, I'm seeing, like, a little mini version of him running around this <laughs> giant That's machine. Wild, dude. I'm like, dude. And I can tell. I can, like, select him. I can't, like, move. I can't, like, physically move him. I can be like, hey, you. I want you to go over here. And then, and then if, you know, he'll do it. You know? Huh. That's crazy, man. Yeah, I would definitely uh, like if you just have time to check it out, just to look at it because it's uh, it's pretty cool. It's actually really cool and it looks amazing. Yeah, the only thing you can't do, sadly, is be a commander and then switch to boots on the ground. So that's the only issue that I have with. And also, again, it do my FPS dropped like to like twenty five FPS on a big battle. Because there's just so many units, and it's just like nonstop. You can just spawn as many as you want. So it's uh, it could be you know they might have to look into that. But again, this is like they're already putting out hot fixes. They're getting AI worked out, um, and it's it's uh, it's definitely more for a specific crowd. But again, like you literally can control anything you want. This seems unique, and I'm I'm about that like for unique stuff. Yeah, I can imagine it's that would unique, be super CPU taxing. 
It is. Yeah, I was looking at my specs as I was playing, and it was like sixty percent just playing it. Yeah, is that isn't it pretty revolutionary? Has there ever been like an RTS game where you can play first person view of as well? Yeah, yeah, there was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, there was an old actually have it on my Steam um, called Call to Arms, I believe it's called. That was like the only one I know of. There might be another one. Yeah, it was called Call to Arms, and this originally released. In well, it's 2018, so but it looks a little bit older than that. I guess, but yeah, it's basically so you can just like it, that one. Call to Arms is more of like a modern military, um, so you can control riflemen and stuff like that, tanks. But yeah, you you would you would choose where you want to go, and all of a sudden you switch from strategy, real time strategy, to third person to first person. That's pretty sweet. All of in the same thing. Yeah. It's like, it's like imagine playing Halo Wars, but now you can actually beat a little Spartan on the ground. <laughs> nice. No, I need to check that out. You're going to make a video on that, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm editing yeah. that. Editing, editing it today or tonight. Doing something with it. Yeah. No, I want to check that out. Um, Cool, man. I'm about it. Um, The next thing. So I have one more thing. I don't know if you have anything else. And I think this is pretty, pretty quiet. It has been, but we made a show out of it anyway. Yeah, um, the next thing I wanted to talk about is uh, Jeff Grubb's timeline for everything coming up. So I think this is a good little story to end <laughs> on um, about everything that's on the board for games as far as like this summer when we're going to hear about stuff. Um, so the things that are pertinent to us as uh fps gamers uh june 8th summer game fest so like just talking completely out of my ass here uh we could see stuff from embark studios we're still looking for some arc raiders information and a little bit more of a concrete timeline on like the finals and stuff so i i hoping to see something there um then june 11th xbox and bethesda showcase uh, and starfield direct should be right around that time frame they're say uh jeff grubb is reporting june 11th as well so Overall view of this, like the timeline itself is based on leaks and like Jeff Grubb's inside information, as well as kind of when he knows of stuff timing it or when he knows things are actually on the schedule and then some things are in a time frame. So he kind of fits stuff in between where stuff could potentially be. So it's kind of a combination of known things. Also, where does stuff fit in? So these dates aren't exactly always like right on. Um Ubisoft forward June 12th looking for more dude I wasn't excited about it but now I kind of am about Division Heartland um and then GDC showcase not sure if we'll get anything there could be August 23rd and 27th Gamescom <sighs> love some battlefield information there on what's next for that but who knows mm-hmm. and then all the way uh back around to December 8th to the game awards but in our immediate future over the summer, I think the things we should be looking forward to are kind of Summer Games Fest, the Xbox, and uh, Ubisoft. The- so I think June's going to be a pretty big month for, for news for us. So Might we'll, find uh, some things sprinkled in between, you know, like yeah. Comic-Con or, you know, Gamescon. I know for sure would probably be a big one, but yeah. yeah. There'll be stuff in there, but that's, that's what's to, what to keep an eye on over the summer. Just thought I would let everyone know. I think that's good info. Cool. Yeah. Anything else, well, man? Nah, nah. I'm I'm just excited to. I'm literally excited to get back into to the game. I got a buddy of mine that's uh 
it's better when you when I get to play with friends, and it's it was it's fun. Hell yeah! You gonna go back and play Silica? That's what you're freaking into. Yeah, I must go back and then uh, get some more footage now that I have someone to play with, and yeah. then go from there. Cool, man. I don't know what I'm gonna do on my channel. I might uh, have to ditch the daily uploads. They're not working. Like I thought, but I, I knew that was put it to a, a specific channel. I feel like I did build. I did build the daily reload its own channel, and I, I thought that would be an option. I was just curious what it would do. Like I was just really curious, like how it would handle it, because I'm dying to get out from under Battlefield, but like my analytics are all still shared with Battlefield creators on audience. It just won't let me go, because I'm just so sick <laughs> of that game. But so I guess what I'm gonna have to do is go back to kind of talking about Battlefield a little bit and other like related games like Battle Bit and any kind of don't you love it extraction shooters and stuff? No, uh, uh-uh. no. I'd like to be able to just talk about FPS games, uh, because I play a lot more different ones now than i used to but oh well is what it is one thing that's probably not going to change in the foreseeable futures this podcast i really enjoy uh meeting here on monday evenings and bullshitting about video games it's a lot of fun yeah i don't i don't think that that'll ever change and and there's always there always is something even if it is like there's always drama going on and stuff so yeah we can always find drama or something to talk about or even just like what we're up to what we're playing and talk with everybody and like even if there's like low news and stuff we can do we can do chat chat q and a's and just meet here with you guys and chat and talk about stuff so always something to talk about always something to meet at meet on mondays and talk about so nice I think that's it for this week, guys. Thank you so freaking much for being here. Special thanks to to Nick from Caliber, uh, from the Caliber team, for mm-hmm. coming on talking about that game. I wanted to learn more about it and uh, introduce you guys to it. So special thanks to him. Thank you to Blue. I know you're busy. Thanks for making time to hop on and chat with me about shit. It's always a blast, man. Of course, always, man. All right, then everyone out there, podcast land, YouTube land, Twitter land, wherever this program is reaching you from. All we ask is that you be a friend, tell a friend, and we will see you next week.